Everything looks good. We're recording. Great. Okay. We're, we're live. Welcome to Movie Podcast Evangelion. I am Dr. Movies. And I'm Rachel. And today we have a bit of a special episode for you. Uh, the Oscars are coming to our uh, time line. The Oscars <laughs> are coming to our timeline. coming up. In, in fact, they're actually, from when we're recording this, they're happening this weekend. Yeah. And they're probably... Oh, fuck. They are. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, Twitter, Twitter, film Twitter is insufferable. All everyone yeah. wants to do is be like, if fucking Drive My Car doesn't win Best Adapted Screenplay, I'll fucking kill myself in the streets. And it's just like, all right, you all need to fucking calm You're down. You're way too invested. You enjoyed the movie. That's all that matters. But um, but we're we already talked about the Oscars. We're not going to talk about the Oscars. Well, because I mean, I will. You have a kind of strict rule. This is actually one of the first things that I got to know about you as we were kind of, you know, exploring our mutual intellectual interests. Mm. And I think I had brought up something about award shows and you were immediately like, fuck award shows. They don't matter. You're stupid for thinking that they matter. And my argument was, unfortunately, they do matter because you get a lot of funding allocated right. in certain ways. So, like, But artistically, I agree with you. Artistically, they don't matter. They do matter insofar as, listen, they're basically the only vehicle for promotion of serious foreign films within the United States mm-hmm. and American serious films yeah. within the United States. True. Uh, it is like the best way to advertise those films. We don't like that it's the case, but, but it is. It is. So, you know, um, if it helps an actor that would otherwise not sort of like have the zeitgeist, the popular culture yeah. on their side, you know, gain some footing within that. And Good for them. Like the little kid from Jojo Rabbit who sure. who was nominated. It's like great, good, for, good yeah. for you. Like I'm really yeah. like nice. That's nice. I think one time like Joaquin Phoenix was like, "Fuck the Oscars, they're lame," and then he had to be like, "I'm so sorry, I said that." Because like <laughs> because if you think about it, I mean maybe we don't. I don't. I have no way of knowing this for sure, but it's my suspicion that he would not be as big a deal as he is without the Oscars. Mm, I think even that's though reasonable. he absolutely deserves to be. Yeah. Um, but There's just the realities of the industry, yeah. as it were. But, however, all that aside, mm-hmm. we're actually not here to talk about the Oscars. We're mm-hmm. here to talk about the pandemies. The pandemies. Concept is. We're just going to talk about basically every movie that came out in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. The pandemic's over now, folks. The scamdemic yeah. has come to an end. No comment. And um, I don't actually believe the pandemic was a scam. Um, mm, you kind of do. No, I don't believe it was a scam. I just believe that we've gone on too long. But <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping this in. We're the truth it. must be told. <laughs> but um, so we're going to start uh, with, uh, we're just going to give awards to all the pandemic movies that came out. It ends with okay, the Batman. Uh, also, to be clear, it's not really all the pandemic movies that came out. It's all the pandemic movies that came out that we saw. That we saw and Which is honestly not about. that many, but it's kind of more than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but we'd like to begin with what uh, we both, I think, uh, consider the first pandemic movie to have been. Yes. Which was Christopher Nolan's Tenet. Tenet, yes. This was a, it also had like a lot of release drama around it because, right. you know, Chris Nolan, my good friend Chris Nolan, mm-hmm. uh, he was really fucking pissed off that yeah, really HBO just, you know, put it on, on their platform because, mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose I understand from the point of view of Chris Nolan, oh, where you're thinking to yourself, like, this, like, I did all this sound stuff, like, especially for him, like, and now you're not well, appreciating it. Well, yeah, you mix it. it for the theater. You, and know, that, you do everything. And for, that ended up being, like, that ended up being a part of the, the complaint, you know, was uh, when people were watching it on their home screens were like, I can't understand mm-hmm. what's happening. Like, there were, like, certain moments that were, like, quite dark in it that were, like, you know, hard to interpret. But it's not the yeah. fault of the film. <clears throat> it's the fault of the streaming service. Did you, did you see it in theaters? No, I've I've not Neither seen it in theaters. No, no I've I've seen it a number of times, but only on my TV. Oh, we watched it together, actually. Yes, yeah, I think that was a rewatch mm-hmm. for me. We, we did watch yeah. it together. It's um, true. I would say it was the film that also uh, sort of brought Robert Pattinson back into uh, blockbuster filmmaking. Yes. After many years away from Twilight and yes. the like. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he's exceptional. Well, I mean, he in was it, I think. doing. I mean, before that, he was in Good Time, which people really liked as an indie, though. As an indie, yeah. So I think this was like, I, this is like part of the the Arpat's renaissance. Absolutely, or the the po- his return to the popular culture. Yes. And and what a well, return because, it was. I mean, he's I think he's my favorite part of the film. I, I think he's my favorite part of the film. He's too. so he's so like charming and charismatic. Uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a surprising look for him in a way that's like oh my god thank god because I mean we'll we'll probably end up talking about this but like you know Christopher Nolan kind of straddles the line between blockbuster whatever and then kind of like more artsy stuff and so well, it was like yes. a good kind of the knock on him, him has always been he's too plotty high genre or like high concept genre not enough the secret is I character. don't give a shit and the, exactly the secret is I do not care I do not care um, I'm a I like the Nolan high apologist. concept shit. We're, we're both big Nolan apologists it's true you're a flat out fan I'm, I'm like I fan. see his deficiencies but I don't care um this movie, however, is not my favorite. Yeah, so you <laughs> had a, a relatively negative reaction to, at least in comparison to me. Where I, well, I mean, yeah, you you talk first. Tell us about Tenet. It was fun. Um, I just think it was just muddy. My, and like, and I loved Inception, by the way. So like, I think that's probably my favorite of his movies. So I didn't find that muddy, but I did find this muddy. Um, uh, sorry, in muddy. In meaning, what just way? like I just like I did understand what was going on, but like. It took a lot of thinking, you know, and yes. in a way that I never felt nearly as confused by Inception. And I know a lot of people were. Okay. So I know a lot of people were confused by Inception, but I also I think, think that those people were. Yeah, they're rubes. They're, they're, they're rubes. Because Inception is not it's hard not to that follow. Confusing. It's not, honestly, it explains it's not confusing at all. At it explains everything. And repeatedly. I, Maybe the same and thing so this could movie be said about too. Tenet, but like, I mean, I've seen it multiple times at this point, honestly, probably four times. Wow. And... I don't think I could really t- reliably tell you the intricacies of the plot, especially towards the end. I would say that this movie's downfall for me a little bit is I don't think Mr. Washington is nearly as good or compelling of an actor as, yeah. say, like a Leo DiCaprio or a Hugh Jackman and yeah. these other sort of plotty genre films that yeah. he's done. And when he's like the lead, when the, <sighs> when the story is centered around him, and I like... I, so on my list, I haven't seen it yet, um, is uh, Black 
Klansman, Black KK Klansman. Mm, I don't yeah, actually know how to either. say the name of that movie, but but he's in that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe I, I don't know. I I, I don't want to like you know judge John David Washington too hard. Oh. But uh, you do. I do because, because I would like to go to another movie that he appears in after this. Yeah, and we'll yeah. talk about that yeah. performance. Yeah, so we'll talk about about his performance in another movie, uh, in, in, in momentarily. But I, it was he's really the weakest part of the film for me. Like yeah. I can kind of I, I don't honestly maybe I'm going to say something foolish, but like I don't really care that much if I can or can't follow something high concept. <sighs> yes. I want that. to like, I want to follow it enough like within the scene, but like I don't feel like I need to be able to explain like all of the backwards forwards time travel sure. shit in this like whatever like yeah fine. I'll, I'll always go back to that scene in Looper where like <laughs> I, Looper. like where uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt is like asking how the like time travel stuff works and Bruce Willis's character goes shut up don't even fucking think about that like, yeah. that's not important who cares a shit I, that's, and and like, that's, that's honestly how that's I feel true. Like, who gives a shit like, like whatever just don't think about it not, just just enjoy yeah, fuck cinema sins and their like Ding. way of dissecting you know plot inconsistencies like who if you're if you think of movies that way you're a moron yeah sorry it's called narrative storytelling it's I know, not and that's you know, not saying connect. that like you can't criticize things that straight up don't make any sense no certainly not but there's like there's just, i don't know there's a line to be drawn but there's I, enough sense made here i really liked tenet to go back to our our, our topic mm. um the first time i saw it I got an incredible headache during the first scene of you know backwards time when he mm. like is he's first going back there and he like is driving like the car backwards and like it's uh. kind of when you're seeing the reverse stuff for the first time on on a significant cool. scale super super cool I just it also just like split my head open to be fair I was also smoking weed and I think that what? that was not I know someone like me I think that that was not kind of helping its case but I'm a definitely a tenant apologist I think it's got a lot to offer. So that's a, okay. So we're just gonna go through like we, 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 it's like do we recommend or do we not? Yeah, I recommend Tenet. I recommend it too. Okay, great. I, I, despite some things, I recommend it. Honorable mention to Kenneth Branagh and Elizabeth Debicki. Kenneth Branagh doing yeah, a Russian, a Russian accent. accent. Yeah, but okay. But I mean, Elizabeth Debicki, like we love seeing her. She's so tall. I think she deserves to be like yes, a legit. Like I, here's the thing: I don't want her to be a star because I actually think she has the chops to be like a great character actress. Mm. And you know what movie I felt that. Gave that oh, thought to me gonna, was. I do think I yeah, what say. yeah. Guardians okay. of the Galaxy Volume Two. I Recently know, watched yeah. that. Not a pandemic film, but I was like, she's like actually doing some like fun she's comedy character acting. Yeah, in definitely. This. She's not just like a hot model actress. No, I mean, yeah, I think she's really special. I love seeing yeah. her and stuff. But I guess we were kind of talking about this um, on Twitter earlier, or maybe yesterday, whatever. But. I am getting annoyed with Florence Pugh because Ooh, she's getting. I love her. I know I like her too. I don't like her haircut though. I'm out on her haircut. Okay, Doctor no. Movies out on uh, Florence uh, Pugh's uh, new haircut. New haircut, but it's not because of her act. Because I love to watch her and stuff. But incredible actress. I'm almost just like. I don't want you to be a star because now it's I get like, it. and same with like Anya Taylor Joy. I get it. I get it. It's just like I like what you're doing, but mm-hmm. like I need you to not be like this. I need you to be not tainted by fandom. Yeah, I don't think be tainted by saying. fandom. But That's unfortunately, it it's to. not their fault. No, it's not and it's their in their fault. best interest to be. They gotta you gotta get that dough. Yeah, I understand. So we recommend Tenet. What award do we want to give it? Um, I don't know. I would say like. I'm going to give it the, um, 
I mean, the first thing that comes is like my like like most surprising movie to comfort you to put you to sleep at night. <laughs> right. Only if you watched it multiple times because then it's, it's kind of soothing. Um, but I mean, honestly, maybe it's like most inexplicable Kenneth Branagh performance, but yeah. in a good way. Yeah, but that's the problem is he has so many of those. He too. Is, it's true. He does. I, yeah, what am I even saying? He has a lot of those. All right, pick one of those. That's the award that's for That's the award for, for Tenet. All right, Cha-ching. so now we're going to move on to... Um, I, well, we teased it before, so let's just get right into it. A movie <laughs> that I, I saw... And I have not seen. Malcolm... And Marie. You dared me to watch this, and I did not accept the dare. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Folks, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Which is a really strong statement. It's a strong statement, I know. To be fair, we have not seen Morbius yet. We have not seen Morbius, but we'll be watching Morbius, and you'll be hearing about it. Yes. Um, Malcolm and Marie is written and directed by Sam Levinson of Euphoria fame and starring Zendaya of the same. Yep. And also, someone we were just discussing, John David Washington. John David Washington. John David Washington is flat out awful in this film. (laughs) The direction is awful. It is shot in black and white for no reason. It is set in an Airbnb that is not, and like, and by by that I mean it's not set in an Airbnb. It's set in this director's home, the character director, mm-hmm. but um, but that Washington plays, uh, but it has been not um, art decorated at all. It's as if they rented an Airbnb and just were like, Put "We're shooting here there. this weekend." Yeah, um, it feels like it was shot in three days. I think it basically was. That's kind of painful. Like ten. Um, it's it feels like scene study between two college actors for 90 minutes. And you like Zendaya. And I like Zendaya. I, I don't know, like, I, I, I haven't know seen Euphoria. Act, yeah. People tell me that she's incredible in it, and I take them at their word. I think she's very charismatic. I will never watch Euphoria. You will have to pin my eyes open <laughs> clockwork orange style to make me watch that shit. Um, I started it recently. It is like so balls to the wall from like moment one that I was like, I can't do this. I turned this off. I also think Sorry. that grown men should not be watching Euphoria because I disagree. It's sexualizing nope. young it's nubile cool. teens. That's cool. That's All right. Good. Okay, we That's have we have our record, everyone. Doctor movies. That's not it's the problem cool with Euphoria. To sexualize young nubile they, teens. Oh, we've been doing that forever. It's okay. I don't know who this we is. They, it's, it's not me. It's a teen. <laughs> It's a high schooler show. We are all, we're in high school once. We were all horny. That show does we're not represent me. Cutting this out. <laughs> we're not going to be talking no, about we're not cutting this. I'm not going to be the woke scold about Euphoria. But what I will say is this movie. Malcolm and Marie. Malcolm and Marie, directed by Sam Levinson. Ooh. It is, basically, let me tell you what the movie is. Yes, please. It is Sam Levinson striking out at all of his critics but he knows that to do it in sort of print or in an interview or whatever well no one's going to want to hear that because he's very successful and people will be like just shut the fuck up dude so what he does is Mm -hmm. he puts it in the mouth of a black actor who becomes his proxy director who has just like come from an awards show where he has you know won an award but he feels that he was critically uh 
not appreciated. Interesting. I and, didn't know the plot of this movie. Oh, I know. I yeah. honestly thought that it was like Malcolm X. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because no. I don't that know anything. Something. I but, know. I was like, I really don't know. I stopped thinking about it. And John David Washington's character, aka Sam Levinson, but black, proceeds to go on many long screaming shouting rants against oh. these critics that are also tinged with sort of racial grievances i see and you're like sam why are you saying this and zendaya is his 22 year old girlfriend but who is wise beyond her years because she comes from the streets Ah. and has been a drug addict and then he and he has written a screen uh, like a a movie about her oh his experiences with her but she wasn't in it because she was too unstable at the time to be in it oh i see tragic um, and it's a huge bummer folks um, I th- I think the last time I saw you this mad about so a movie mad. was probably and it might be on your list to discuss, but Trial of the Chicago Seven. Mm-hmm. That also we can get to that one too. You off. It's it's de- I mean it's it's the classic thing. It's a good one to bring up in relation to this because both Aaron Sorkin dialogue and this dialogue is nothing less than a man talking to himself in the shower <laughs> and getting himself all angry and like. Like a good example of the t- type of trick this movie likes mm. to pull is Zendaya will come out in sort of like a tank top where her nipples are visible through it. Yeah, we love it. Love and yeah, it. we love to see that. And then she'll have a line of dialogue that is just like, how dare you? Um, I know people would think that this would be objectifying, but this is actually how I hang out in my house. Like I don't wear a bra. So like all those critics, they can just shut up because sometimes that's just how it be. And it's just like, oh I, I my God. I do think that it should be illegal to be telling people in your movie that if you think a certain thing, that the movie is doing, that if you think that, then you're stupid and bad. It's it's so, it's it's what we all call uh, lampshading, where it's just like, I know that you think this about what I'm doing, but actually I've thought about it first and I'm we, justifying I, it. I, the writer, have already considered this possibility. The entire movie is lampshading. It's boring sucks. And, and, and poor Zendaya, he like gives her all this sort of like street tough dialogue that she can't really handle. Not even necessarily because yeah. she can't, mm-hmm. but because it just, it, it was sounds, written by Sam Levinson. it was written by Sam Levinson and it's like sort of doesn't make sense unless it's coming out of a 35 year old's mouth. Uh-huh. And he tries to lampshade that by being like, I'm wise beyond my near, my years, but it's like, you really should have just, you really should have just had a 35 year old woman playing it. However, yeah. you want to put Zendaya in your movie because yeah. she's, or her Q scores through the fucking roof right now, and you're Sam Levinson. You have her in Euphoria, so yeah. folks, it's terrible. It's one of the worst movies. It's probably my award for it is worst movie I saw in the pandemic. Wow, yeah. wow, that's a it's offensive. That's 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 a strong statement. We're, so you would not. What I'm hearing is you would not be recommending this. I'd be giving it a big old poop in the toilet. That's my <laughs> version of a thumbs down. <laughs> poop in the toilet. Well, thank God it's in the toilet, not somewhere oh, else. Oh, and then I just have to mention that. Uh, Here's an example of one of John David Washington's acting choices. Uh, she makes him craft macaroni and cheese, and then he per- proceeds to um, eat it by scraping the uh, the fucking fork in the bowl like a thousand like times and like going. I, I don't understand why you why you they would. Uh, uh, review my movie bad and it's just like no one eats like this dude no one eats like this no one uses a fork like that no one chews like that mm-hmm. no one speaks like this no one does this well it makes me like why why didn't anyone stop him like surely someone on set should have been like no 
No, but that Do didn't you know happen. what the secret is, and I haven't seen it. What's the secret? I haven't seen Euphoria, but it seems to me like the secret of that show is not the writing or the direction. Uh, it's the art direction yeah. and the acting. That's also the impression I get as someone else who has not seen yeah. the show. Well, that's too bad. That's too bad about Malcolm and Marie. But I would like to talk about my worst pandemic movie. Yep. And for me, that is, um, it's kind of a cheating m- movie for me to, for me to choose, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, the New Mutants. <laughs> uh, so I was saying it's cheating because as as everyone basically knows at this point, um, it was delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. And, no, I think that's fine. And then they finally just kind of like shat it out onto that's, a stream. Actually, service. I would say it's not cheating at all. That's the quintessential pandemic that's the, movie. You're right. That's it's the delayed until it was shit out on stream. <laughs> like, because whatever. that's what cinema is now. Yeah, there's like, get, get rid of this. Get rid of this, this steaming hot turd in my hands. Mm-hmm. And this movie is truly irredeemable and it's basically irredeemable from the very beginning um it starts off with a completely like non-ironic no sort of like i don't know like jokingness about it like the there are two wolves inside you Uh, except it's bears in this case because (laughs) way less cool way less cool it's bears but her like power is like a demon bear i don't know so anya taylor joy anya taylor joy is also in this she's doing a very terrible accent and she has like an anime sword but it's also like trying to do like a horror thing and then i thought it was x-men it is okay but there's no like none of the x-men are in it it's what's the, the guy's the name level x-men it's the y-men i it's oh man it's it's uh, it's it's bad it's um it's also tr- it's trying to do like a horror thing because they're like in an asylum they're being tested because they're holy shit kind of orphans i don't know something but they don't really ever commit to the horror part of it and then it goes like full cartoon at the end i will say Maisie williams uh Arya stark from game of thrones for those who are not familiar with her mm-hmm. name uh she plays uh, a catholic lesbian what? werewolf what? What? Uh, all of those words are true, and they are revealed not at the same time, and it is completely baffling. And also, she doesn't like she doesn't have any powers. Like someone else can like explode shit, but she's like, I my nails get long. Oh yeah, it's, that one sucks. It's they really buried this one too. They completely like they didn't. Want I haven't heard anyone any, talk about. No, it. no one. Because it, 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 it's so like I. It's not a Marvel Studios movie though, right? No, it's a it's a so X Men, which is I think like Sony was mm-hmm. was doing those. Um, yeah. And this so this is even worse than Dark Phoenix, which was like the previous X Men stinker, mm. which is even worse than X Men Apocalypse. With the which other was the Game previous of Thrones girl. <laughs> X- <laughs> yeah, it's the other <laughs> Game of Thrones. Like sorry, uh, sorry ladies, this is not working out for y'all. But uh, they'll be fine. Um, truly, uh, a truly a terrible movie. It's almost I will not recommend that you watch this. Not even for like a hate watch because it is so sad um because it's I, I think it was delayed like over four years and then the pandemic happened they were just like all right get get rid of it like we just need to be done with this fucking movie so yeah. uh I liked the concept I like the concept of like a horror x-men thing like that sounds like it could be cool but man the execution is not even two percent there but inside of you there are two bears and one is a demon bear, and the other one is just yourself, I guess. That seems to be the, <laughs> the moral of the story. So that's the new mutants. Hell yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to um, a movie that I think we should talk about because it won Best Picture. And that's Nomadland. I haven't seen Nomadland. Oh, shit. You haven't? No. There's a lot of movies on your list that I haven't seen. Oh, man. I did a lot of, like... I would call it back watching during the mm, during same. the panty, but 
Uh, I would love to hear about about Nomadland well, um, because the director went on to direct The Eternals, mm. which we have not seen, but we've been thinking about watching because we want to have a, a, a nice laugh. Well, I'll be brief with this one then. Um, you know, much ado has been made of like, well, is it glorifying? Uh, is it like, is it like being soft on Amazon or is it like glorifying poverty porn type uh, stuff uh-huh, or is it uh-huh. like blah, 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 blah. I'm not really interested in that kind of I, discourse. I don't, I don't think it's doing any of that. I think it's just telling a story. Um, sometimes movies be doing that. Sometimes movies just be telling a story about one woman's deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frances McDormand's excellent in it. Mm-hmm. It looks beautiful. It's well scored. It's well shot. Uh, Chloe Zhao, I think does an uh, unambiguously good job. Um, I wasn't blown away by it. And she won Best it. Director for it, right? Oh, yeah. I think she did, too. Yeah. It was, um, it was a big deal. So, fuck. I guess I would we would have had more to say, I guess, if we were both talking about it. But, I know. Um, sorry. I would say um, my quick thought on it was, like, what I'd just like to say to people about it is just, like, calm down. It's just a, it's a <laughs> but, fine but you film. But you would recommend yeah, it. Yeah, I'd recommend it. I don't, I don't really understand people's need to sort of deconstruct it that much because it really just mm. does not feel worthy of that to me um yeah. kind of like i am saying that it's like boilerplate kind of in a way another movie i want to talk about is Let's go to maybe it. we could just jump right to it coda yeah. yeah um which you also haven't seen which i also haven't seen well now i would like to just say this real quick again a movie that i don't think really merits deconstruction i mm. think it's straightforward but i also think i'm now going to change my prediction from our oscar oh, predictions right, episode right, right. i believe that this movie will win best picture what was your previous guess i think we said power, power of the, the dog, dog. Yeah. yeah um and the reason being is it's sort of like oscar bait in the least offensive sense i would say mm. um because it has you know sort of representation of a marginalized community deaf mm-hmm. people but it's not like sound of metal Mm-hmm. Which did that come out during the pandemic? No, I don't remember. I think it did. Well, I like Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal is incredible. Yeah, Sound of Metal is really good. I love Sound of Metal. Uh, starring Riz Ahmed of Venom One fame. Uh, but 2019, so no, it didn't. Okay. So, like Sound of Metal, it's about sort of a marginalized community, but way less sort of um, intensely dramatic. Mm. Um. Or dark. I, I, I mean, I, I, I haven't seen the movie, but like, what you're saying doesn't make me want to watch it. Well, here's what I would say. Th- this is the way I would describe it. It is if it is as if a Disney Pixar movie was live action. Mm. This is a tearjerker. Is what oh, you're it is the last thirty minutes of this movie. They do the same emotional beat four times in a row, designed to jerk the maximum amount of tears out of you. Cool. Um. That being said, it worked on me Mm -hmm. Um, because it is just one of those movies like those Pixar movies. They're just like, I see the strings. I see where you're going. I see how you set up all these blocks, Mm -hmm. but you did a good job. Yeah. You had the right actors. You've earned these tears. You've you've earned, you've, you've earned these tears. You know, you've, you've maybe taken it farther than is tasteful, Uh but you've earned them, you know, like you've, you've. You set up your tower and you knocked it down, you know? So, um, yeah, you know that's what the Bush government did. In, <laughs> they in, set up the towers they and, they the towers them down. and they knocked them down. To we we got that initiate a war in the Middle East. So so your bet for best picture is now because Coda. it's yes because it's just such a well made comprehensive feel good movie that has and I guess like, I I'm, I would be interested to know specifically why you're picking it over Power of the Dog because Power of the Dog is 
you know, we didn't think it was sort of inscrutable, but it kind of is to the sort of normie population. I think there's a lot of people who watch it and they're just like, what? A Western about gays, but also... My mom's interpretation of it was that it was like righteous punishment for being gay. That's why he died at the end. It's like, I mean, I think that that is proof of like... I think it's possible to just not get this movie for a lot many of people reasons. were completely confused by the ending, as we said. So clearly, Sam Elliott was. And too. then Jane Campion put her foot yeah, in her mouth. Yeah, she really did. So I could see it not winning, but it ju- it just feels, despite the fact that it was an Apple TV movie, TV movie, you know, and we should say it's about a girl who it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, now you're talking yeah. about Coda. Again. Coda, yeah. Um, it's about a girl who is in a deaf family, but she mm-hmm. is a hearing person mm. and she wants to become a singer. That sounds and her intense. her family just sort of doesn't understand that. She's like in high school yeah. and she wants to study vocals. And the girl they got, sorry, I don't know the actress's name, but she's got an incredible voice. And she does like a really good job of like singing sort of poorly at first oh. and then like getting good at it. Oh, um, that's satisfying. It's kind of like my, I was, I think I was also kind of into it because I'm a vocal nerd. Yeah. And I was kind of like, oh yeah, she's really like finding her way through this song you know in a way that she wasn't before and like i think i was sort of moved by that okay uh the climax of the movie is her like auditioning for the berkeley school of music and like i won't spoil it but there's like all these complications and it's like the most forgiving panel of the berkeley they're like oh no like yeah are you do you completely fucked this up yeah sure whatever like it's it's okay and it's just like okay i'm sorry they would have moved on instantly but um it's a good movie characters are well developed Mm -hmm. acting's great good script Great sound design. Yeah. Uh, great music. So we actually need to, to, to go back to Nomadland, but keep this one in mind. I need to know what your awards are for mm. both of these films. My awards are for Nomadland is fine movie that you should see award. Wow. And not and really not, warm. And not freak out about. And don't freak out. <laughs> one way or the other. And then Coda, my award is best 30-minute uh, tear jerking gauntlet. Okay, right on. Um, because that's what it was. Tear jerking gauntlet. We love it. We yep. love to see that. So I would recommend both those films. Cool. Um, Great. We yeah. got two recommendations. I'm going to go to a movie that I don't recommend. Yes. That is, I think you're going to really disagree with me on. Mm-hmm. Uh, most disappointing Ooh. movie of the year. Ooh. Um, well, it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a tie. I'm going to say two movies, and I think most people will not agree with either of these. Mm. I was really, really disappointed by Promising Young Woman Ooh. and by Another Round. Oh, it, I was just about to bring up Another Round. So yeah. let's do that one first. Yeah, let's talk about Another Round. Because I liked Another Round. Yeah, I think a lot of people did. It just completely, like, I didn't feel a single emotion while not watching Not even in it. the dinner scene at the start? I, honestly, lo- I honestly, thought Mads really. was just carving it up. I, I love him. Yeah. And I was just like, it. I... I guess I was just expecting, and this is my fault as the viewer, but like I was expecting the movie to go much further, and I thought that it stayed really, really tame. And because it's Danish. Because it's Danish. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like okay, but I've seen an, a, you know, Mads in another movie called uh, The Hunt, which really does go there, and it's yeah. about like child molestation. Yeah. And so I guess that's kind of where my. I feel brain like the was. Europeans have like two speeds, which is just like movie that's muted and should sort of like have more going on than it does, or a Michael Haneke movie where it's just like, like, oh ah! my god, yeah, dude, oh my god, you're a down. psychopath, you're, you're a psycho. <laughs> and I think I wanted more of like, because I mean, when I was watching the trailer, I was like, oh, like this is gonna get so fucked up like they're gonna like completely destroy their lives and it's like that eh, didn't really happen no no I mean, like but they, they did there was they drama gave, they gave themselves alcoholism and then it ends with a dance party and i was just like 
right. Okay. All right. It's like, okay, that movie's just not for me then. Uh, I'm going to disagree. This is our Siskel and Ebert moment. Uh, <laughs> I would give this movie a thumbs up. I think it's good. I think the acting is good. I, th- I liked the sort of uh, intimate, sort of contemplative, measured uh, uh, setting and mm-hmm. scene work and all of that. I was moved by Mickelson. I liked the dance at the end. I, okay, I liked the dance, but we I was just like, but I wanted dance. it to be connected to something that I liked, and it wasn't. Yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't like I'm not. Again, I think it goes in the sort of Nomadland uh, coda bucket, where it's just like good movie that uh, unremarkably. Yeah, good. I mean, sure. I mean, I didn't like. I guess I didn't hate it, but I was disappointed because my expectations were so high. Because you love the Mads too much. I. It's because I love him too much. Yeah. I'm way and too. And he dedicated. deserves all of our love, but he truly does. He also deserves our grace. He, I, I, it's like, I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at him. I'm yeah. mad at the movie, and I'm mad at him. That's fair. Um. But a movie that I actively didn't like was Promising Young Woman. Now, this was like one of the movies I skipped. Oh, you skipped? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, so there was like a lot of discourse because around it. Because the trailer was so obnoxious. It, yeah. it just, it felt like one of those movies, it's just like we're, we're doing an issue mm-hmm. and we're just going to do a, an, an opinion piece about an issue. Yeah. It was very much a movie doing an issue. And I hate that. Yeah. Theater is notorious for doing that. That's a horse of a different color. But, uh, well, actually, maybe we should talk about this a little bit because it, it does feel like it's coming into vogue a bit. This idea mm. of, of narrative artwork that picks an issue and then just sort of like hammers it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't mind that so much in like short filmmaking. I don't. I, I, I do think that you're onto something there where it's like it's kind of like about the length of what I'm watching. Yeah. It's like, holy Christ, like I get it. I fucking get it. Like you don't need to. You're like I just feel like you're preaching to the choir. You're preaching to the choir. Like I get. Like I understand that you should not rape women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I get it, and I agree. Yeah. So yeah, and so but as I was watching, I was like, okay, I get it, and I agree. And so I really wanted them to do like to get like really really gritty about it. Like there's mm. a scene. That, I, I'm gonna, most I'm gonna, people wouldn't like that. Most people wouldn't like that, but like it's. I really wanted it to be like a classic kind of like rape revenge film. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And it didn't like, it It wasn't, like the the like the like central like assault of the movie was, was not even on the main It was kind of marketed as a rape revenge it film. It was, and that was my issue. of yeah. like, I wanted to see, I wanted to see some guy get fucking tortured in this movie. Yeah, and that but did not it's happen. just like, it's not going to happen in a Carrie Mulligan movie, I don't think. And that's, yeah. and, and that's no shade to Carrie Mulligan. I love her. No, 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 no. But it's it, not anything against her. It's not going to happen in a movie that's like trying to win awards. And for it's the got, season, you know, Schmidt you know. from New Girl in it. Exactly. It's like, I, it's like, I should have, this is another example. Like I, I was disappointed I you know I would not recommend this movie to basically anybody, but a lot of people like this movie. So wasn't there like a weird twist in it too? Uh, so like the twist. I guess, so spoilers if you haven't seen Promising Young Woman. Mm-hmm. Although at this point, I assume that if you wanted to see it, you've seen it by now. Mm-hmm. So it's like her friend had gotten assaulted and like killed herself, and it's like you find okay. out that, and then she like she like she like, isolates the guy and like i was like oh like someone's gonna get tortured but like that doesn't happen he just straight up fucking kills her he just kills her and oh. then and then okay. he like gets, and then he gets arrested at the end it's like whatever oh that's extremely lame that's it's just so lame. i don't even need to see the movie to know that that's it was such so late it's like and i was like okay so like she's out. gonna like just get killed and like that's gonna Wait, so what's the rest of the movie about if she dies uh, it's so it's like a bunch of his friends like come to the come to the house and they see what's happened and they like help him cover it up. But she had like mailed the police a letter already. It was like 
you come to this location and like blah 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 and there's like a wedding and like the police show up and they just like arrest the guy folks that's just a what's called a bad plot it's just (laughs) everything else aside that's lame how how you say bad plot yeah that's just not good yeah and so i was just i was really let down by it i guess i understand why some people like it but i also feel like the people who like it are also people who are like yeah i yeah that is bad you're right like you shouldn't have sex with women who are too drunk to consent yeah cool cool we know so this makes me want to segue to a different film let's go which is a movie that we've said we were going to talk about a million times oh i'm and so we excited haven't. to talk about this so let's do a little bit of a, a deeper dive on this one the last duel. Uh, the last duel which i was obsessed with i've now i've now watched twice mm-hmm. um the award that i'm going to give this i'm just going to jump in with the award yeah is great most ambitious hair everybody oh, was having a hair yes. moment and i thought it all looked great I thought it all looked great. I loved it. I surprised myself and loved Ben Affleck in this. So this movie was really, this movie covered a lot of discourse. It covered a lot it's of discourse. So, it got the people talking. It got the people talking about two things. Well, actually, so many things. One, Ridley Scott's like sort of failure. Like it's, it was a huge box office bomb. Yeah. It cost like $100 million to make and it made like $10 million. Yes. And he was mad about it. It was poorly marketed. He blamed, you know, millennials, millennials on, their phones. on their phones for not Which watching like, it. Millennials Even though I was there week one, <laughs> you know, like, and, and, and here's the thing. Every, I think most people who saw it gave it a, a warm review. Mm. And there were others who did not like it for its mm-hmm. depiction of sexual assault on yes. film. Yeah. Because there are two fairly graphic three even yeah depictions of sexual assault in this film yes and i mean i I think i understand this is something that you and i have have talked about a a good deal it's Mm -hmm. like i understand i think if you don't want to see that sort of thing that is totally your prerogative yes that's okay i don't think that it's wrong to depict it correct now that's how i feel as well not everyone feels like that i will say i may quibble with your depiction of it Sure. Um, whether it was necessary or whether it was well depicted. Well, what did you think about the depiction? I in thought this? in this, I have no qualms. Yeah. I thought it was basically done as well as you could do it. Yes, I think like, the the shifting perspectives also did mm-hmm. really good favors for it. Jodie Comer is an ascending star. Yes. She's absolute yeah. brilliant. She's finishing up Killing actress. Eve right now, right? Yeah, and it's good that she's getting off that because yeah. she needs to be a movie star now. Yeah, she does. She was so good in that, but uh, she was sort of lost so good. Yeah, her performance TV. was just so dynamic. Uh, she is one of like the great actresses we have coming up, so she deserves to be a total movie star. I want to yep. see her in everything. Um, ben Affleck continues his sort of like finally like learning what roles he's good at doing I, like, yeah, it's like, which is just like creeps and losers creeps and, and losers like eccentric and weirdos yeah. yeah instead of like ingenues and heroes yeah yeah no sorry um, matt damon what did you think of matt damon in this i love matt i'm a big matt damon guy i a lot I, of people I don't aren't feel like really strongly about him either way but i liked him in this because he was a fucking asshole yeah i i think he i thought he was great i think you know he's good like he has gravitas for me like mm. i believe I take him seriously. I guess I, I I like I like it when he's in a movie. He's not a draw for me, I guess. Sure. I think, yeah. He's certainly the time of him being a draw has maybe sort of passed, but I still think he's like a very He's still Matt Damon. Reliable fucking actor who can like really turn it in. I don't like that he does crypto ads now, but I don't like that at all. I, I don't even know that he's necessarily particularly intelligent. Well, I don't want to say that. I think he's 
I've heard interviews with him. I like him. I think he's thoughtful about the craft and everything. The craft. Uh, I think I would say my my real quibble with the film yeah. is it's not even it's not that big, but it's just like the the third act, which was written by a woman. Mm-hmm. They take great pains. It's to, the ultimate like shield yeah. in front. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> the like, shield. In no, front no, of no, this no, no. See, see, a lady see? did this. Um, but it is, I think, the sort of the weakest part of the film because because it it is the least subtle part of the film. There's a, one particular line that just like... I think we're thinking of the same line. Is it when the mom is... Uh, that's the, that was the, my second choice. That, so, I, th- so this line, which is my choice of just like... I was just like, I heard like a wet fart in my ear when I heard this line. It was just like... So, you know, she, Jodie Comer is trying to explain of, like, you know, what happened to her, that, like, mm-hmm. Adam Driver's character had, like, you know, he had assaulted her, mm-hmm. and she's, like, so depressed, and, like, you really feel in for her, and then... Uh, Matt Damon's mom is she's like basically like suck it up and then she says I was raped it's like uh, first of all the I way she says it is like very like it's uh, it's like almost as if she looked at the camera it's basically she was looking at the camera and I was like a hundred percent this is not how people were thinking about this stuff at that time yeah and, well and there's this another part that's a similar moment where she's like being put on trial for uh, her rape or whatever yeah and, the, and like one of like the court viziers is like she, you know, you cannot conceive from a rape. Everyone knows that. The human body has ways of shutting that down. And someone else is like, it's science. It's and like, you're just like, okay, okay dude, okay. we get that a senator said that or we whatever. It, like, yeah. we get what you're trying. Like, Don't look at the camera. How far have we come? I know. You know, and, there's, and I would say like the, th- the whole third act is like them looking at the camera and being like, see, we see. still face these issues today. Yeah. Issues of consent and belief yeah, and truth. Yeah, a lot of that. You know, and I think there's another like, that was in the trailers a lot like it matters not what the truth is you know the, per- the perception <laughs> yeah. is what matters it's just like okay someone read some fucking okay we get you it you know yeah. high school philosophy we get it it but matters like, not what the truth is however you know so I, but okay. movies are high school philosophy is the thing movies it's like you, you can't sure. get deeper than high school philosophy in a film if you want deeper than high school philosophy you have to go and actually read the goddamn text. 100%. You know what 100%. I mean? So I'm not going to take that much, but I would have liked a little more subtlety in the third act. I, I can agree with that. I do think that, at least for me, it redeems itself um, when the last duel itself is taking place. Sick. Because it's sick. It's fucking it's, brutal. It's like gladiator level. It's just gladiator like level. choreography. Like, yeah, brutal Scott. fight. Yeah. Like for seven to ten minutes. I know. It's, it's like a long fight. It's just like these two men grappling and fighting for their lives slaps. and getting sliced and diced. All the battle stuff rocks yeah, in this all the battle stuff rocks. I mean, we also haven't actually talked about Adam Driver in it, but I mean, great, I'm incredible. I'm kind of I'm becoming like obsessed with Adam he's, Driver he's, a little bit. He's having talk a about one of our yeah. finest actors. Yeah, he's a, yeah, and you can see it in the way that every notable director wants to work with him. He's just an absolute. It's star. really really sad that he was so wasted in those Star Wars movies. I'm just glad they got it out of his system. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like glad we're like, it feels on. like he doesn't have to do those type of movies anymore. Yeah, now he can do stuff like The Last Duel, which like, keep doing that because yeah. he was, he was so good. I loved how movie. everything was about like transaction and like material yeah. wealth, you yeah. know, it was, in it. And uh, it was in addition to like cool. the sort of sexual assault stuff, which yeah. was like really sort of an extension of like their, their was, idea of like their ownership over ab- her. Absolutely. Thematically, I feel like, you know, uh, like I said, the worst thing I can say about it was that it was too obvious. But like what yeah. it was trying to do, I think. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could, you know, we just leveled the criticism against Promising Young Woman. That was like, we get it. You're talking about an issue. But I sort of felt like this one I think that this was, was more nuanced. More, yeah, more nuanced. I also think it was like far more ambitious. And it, I think it asked more of the audience because it makes you sit through an extended rape scene twice. 
Yeah. And I it's like, you know, if you don't want to see that, like I said, if you don't want to see that sort of thing, that's fine. However, I, I, as I was watching, I was just like, I, it sounds weird to say, it's like, I'm glad that I'm seeing this because this is fucking horrifying. And the movie is also sort of built around it. Yes. You sort of need it because yes. it, you, and you, you have to see it, it because it's about the truth of what happened. Yes. Yeah. And you have to objectively see what that is Ugh. or and subjectively see what it is. Yeah. Um, wow. The Last Duel. I mean... Last Duel's big, good, folks. Big, big fucking thumbs up for yeah. The Last Duel. Thumbs up to me for The Last Duel. Yeah. Some points off for yeah, just being a little some point. it's not perfect. obvious in the third act, but a good movie. Yeah. Great good. performances. Good script. Yes. Thank you, really. Well Scott. directed. Good job, really, Scott. But also, fuck you. I'm not a millennial, or I am a millennial, but I'm not. I know, that's also, not why no I'm one's like sure your movie. I'm pretty sure that like millennials on their phones are the people who also liked this movie. So, yeah. okay, th- that's you know a bigger issue. But like everybody just says that they, when they say millennials at this point, they really mean people Gen younger Z, than me. Yeah, and Gen Z. Um, which I'm not, by the way. Debatable. Uh, what would you like to talk about these rules? Remember to keep your shoes on at all times. Don't pull your penis off unless you really need to. Indecent exposure is a class two felony. 